right, here we are again, Mr. Carlson. Good to see you, my friend. Good to see you, big dog. We are here on the night of June 3rd recording because it was important to record after today's U.S. men's national team game against Honduras. A 1-0 win. Jordan Sibachu with an 89th minute goal to lift the U.S. to the victory. A lot to get to. Uh, but yeah, maybe just some of your initial thoughts on the night. Yeah. I mean, uh, first off, happy for a little payback, uh, after losing to the Honduras U23s in the Olympic qualifiers. Um, so even though it wasn't the U23s this time, still nice to get a little payback. Right. And uh, especially for someone like Jackson Ewell who played in that U23 loss and then, uh, played in today's game for the full team, um, the senior team and got the win. So uh, overall, I thought first half, first 15, 20 minutes was really solid from the U.S. Um, and, but Honduras kept kept really solid defensively and made it tough for us. And we're trying to just milk time and uh, drag it out and try to win us win against us in PKs. Uh, ultimately, we got lucky with Sibichu getting that that uh, super sub header uh, to, Great to steal header. it. Yeah, to steal it right at the end, but. You know, I thought there were some good things. It was nice to see kind of a quote-unquote our, our A team out there uh, for yeah. once. Um, but definitely lots to lots to pick apart and analyze. Um, so curious what you think. Yeah, I mean, it's been a while um, since we've seen our A team really together. And, I mean, really, you, know, you could argue that the only guy out there who um, we were missing, um, you could argue different starting 11s, but Tyler Adams is the only guy really out of that starting 11 today who who yeah. would definitely be in there. So right. just right. about maybe our best group at the moment um, based on based on current form and performances with the U.S. men's national team. But I saw this, it was, it's been 562 days since the last competitive U.S. men's national team match. Yep. So it's been a while since they played a game that actually meant something. Yep. And uh, that's a long to, time, long time <laughs> to think of where we were back. That was when we played in the last, in the last nations league games when we played Canada. Right. And uh, here we are, you know, nearly two years later. Right. Um, so much has changed since then. And, and we were talking earlier that our, that our average age of our guys today's starting lineup, 23 years old and 259 days. The second youngest ever starting lineup that we've ever put out um, in, in U.S. men's national team history. So something, again, just a stat, but something just to show where we're at with our national team at the moment and just that that youth development that yep. uh, and where we're at in terms of who the players are who we're leaning on. Yeah, no, absolutely. And it's kind of fun that um... – you know, we had the U23 Olympic <clears throat> qualifiers that we failed to do. And, uh, you know, it's kind of funny that we're like, yeah, here's our actual A team and it's our U23 team, you know. Right, um, right. So, I, yeah, that definitely speaks towards what we got coming through um, with this generation. So, but as we were saying a little bit earlier, I mean, it's one thing to have all these players uh, on paper mm-hmm. um, and all these mm-hmm. players winning, you know, Champions League with, you know, Christian Pulisic and, and Zach Steffen, you know, who lost in the Champions League. But we're, we got guys who are bringing home, you know, ha- hardware uh, for their clubs. And so, but that doesn't always translate right away to the national team, unfortunately. And today we saw that 
a little bit where we're kind of, you know, growing pains out there against the inferior team in, in Honduras where we're, I think we had about 70% possession for the first like 25 minutes or so and just absolutely bossing the game could be up maybe a goal or two, um, but not able to really get it done. And then they hang around and make it really difficult for us. So, um, I, you know, we, we had pick our guests for our starting 11s and, uh, you know, I, we, we got to pat ourselves on the back cause, uh, we, I had one player wrong in my, in the four, three, three, I had Miazga starting as the right center back. Uh, but he went with McKenzie and uh, I think you, my friend picked a 11 out of 11 correct starters. So were you in Greg's ear? Were you, you know, texting yeah, saying, <clears throat> giving him your thoughts? Yeah. Greg and I had a chance to talk earlier today no, and uh, make sure. Yeah, no, didn't, I don't have that kind of influence, but um, yeah, <laughs> I think, you know, again, McKenzie had a great, a very good game um, against the Swiss a few days ago. And um, so he came in again today, obviously he's earned Greg's trust at this point. Yep. Uh, a couple of center backs have gone down in the pool with Richards being injured at the moment and Aaron Long out for who knows how long with the yeah. Achilles. So, right. um, you know, Mark McKenzie stepping in and really earning that trust more than Miazga has at the moment. Um, he's taking his opportunity and he's taking it well. So, yeah, uh, yeah. Yep. You mentioned, I mean, the first 10, 15 minutes really were quite, quite good from the U.S. I mean, a couple of, couple of shaky moments, but nothing, nothing too concerning uh, defensively, but, uh, you look at uh, that moment in the 31 pass sequence there that led up to the chance that Gio Reyna almost scored a spectacular goal where he yeah, what a beats play. Two, two, three defenders, takes a shot, and we all thought, I think it's going to the left left side netting yeah. and yeah. just misses. But, you know, looking back at it too, he had Sergeant wide open had he just played a little easy right. square pass, Sergeant taps right. it in. Yeah, no doubt. Well, and we were talking about if, if Gio scores that and we go up 1-0 and, you know, I think that was around the 10th, 12th minute or something. Yeah. Um, I mean, then that's – it's a different game, right? You know, up 1-0 mm -hmm. and now you can um, – Honduras has to come out a little more uh, out of mm -hmm. their shell, out of their defensive block, and that opens up more space for us to try to get in behind. And I think if Gio scores that first goal, then ultimately we we finish this game 2 or 3-0. Um as Honduras gets more opened up throughout the rest of it, but they didn't. And, th and that's soccer, right? That's soccer. Yeah. So, well, and, and I want to ask you this cause you're, you're a coach and one of the, I think the most important things is one, we've got a young team like we talked about Two, <clears throat> this team hasn't played that much together. Yeah. We've had a lot of training sessions. We've had some games, but again, it's been such a mix of different guys over the course of the last year. Finally, we're getting that somewhat of a, we kind of a group together. And you go out there, and you ultimately you do get the win. It may not have been pretty. It was kind of an ugly win, but yep. you get the win. You have to learn how to win. Yep. And so how important is that um, in games like this, in the Nations League semifinal, to say, hey, we got the result. We were, we were going to learn a lot of lessons from this. It may not have been pretty. Yes, we still have a lot to improve, though. Uh, what, do you, what do you think about just how important that is, even, even to get the ugly wins? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's something that I harp on with, with my college team that I coach, right? Uh, you know, sometimes you got to win ugly. You know, of course, we try to play the most attractive brand of soccer that we want, aesthetically pleasing, uh, keeping the ball, nice possession-oriented football. But sometimes you get a toe poke or something in a scrum in the, in the front of the net. A goal's a goal. And ultimately, in a must-win game like, like this was today, you got to, you know – you got to take those three points. Well, 
today's not three points. It's a playoff, but you got to take those to the bank, right? So sometimes you got to win ugly. It's not ideal um, if you're not possessing the ball as much as you want. And, you know, definitely we let some uh, some Honduras uh, attacks in behind us that were scary. Um, yeah, yeah. But ultimately, if I'm if I'm Greg Berhalter right now, I'm, I'm kind of, yeah, I'm saying, guys, well done. We got it done. Um, we found a way. Uh, mm-hmm, which is mm-hmm. the most important thing at the end of the day. And we live to play in the final. We live to play another day, right? But here's this, 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 that we need to get, mm-hmm. we need to get right. Otherwise we're not going to get it right. So yeah. I know you, you've been super critical. So I, I want to pass it on to you and kind of see what you think are, are some of the things that really irked you um, uh, about some of the things that you saw maybe from a negative standpoint uh, well, that, that, yeah. that you would want to see fixed. ASAP, really. Yeah, I mean, had Jordan Sibichu not come in and scored, granted he did. Had he mm-hmm. not scored, Burhalter, man, I mean, some of the decisions he was making in this game. And a couple of years ago when, when the U.S. lost to Canada, up in Canada, I mean, I'll be the first to say, I was one of the first ones to say, it's time. He's, he's not doing it. He's going to make a change. They yep. said, no, we're sticking with the process. We're staying mm-hmm. with our guy. Mm-hmm. Berhalter, they came back. They ended up winning the next two games to qualify for the Nations League semis, which is now we're in the final. Yep. But with that being said, man, there's only so long that we can wait for this process to work. And right. with the talent, we, we have $150 million worth of guys out there compared to, I don't know what the dollar amount might have been for Honduras' guys sure, today. Sure. Um, we, we've also, I saw this that it, this would have been, had we not scored that late, um, Late winner in regulation. Um, since 2001, we've been 9-0-0 against Honduras in competitive matches um, in regulation. Yeah. It's sort of been the first time we hadn't finished yeah. the job with it against them. Again, we got it done. So you can take the next step. And like, But Burhalter, I mean, I can imagine that that second half, he was starting to feel the heat. Because, um, I mean, yeah, we could have gone one in PKs. That, that could have very well gone the other way, too. Um, yeah. And he, his quote, post-game quote, he says, we felt like the goal was come, was going to come, so we didn't want to change too much. And okay, I mean, again, he ha- he's the head coach, <laughs> so he has to make the assessment. Um, first half was again. I think overall the first half was pretty good. We could have had a couple of goals. Granted, Honduras could have had um, certainly one, if you know, maybe two. But really, I think it was just the one key chance that mm-hmm. Stefan comes out makes a pretty major mistake over you know doesn't quite judge the free kick in gets headed towards goals josh Sargent of all people's back there to make the header clearance off yeah. the line yeah um so props to josh Sargent on that one that was um probably his best it, moment of the game yeah that's our that's our uh defensive forward right we yes. call him a defensive striker <laughs> yeah i mean so again a good overall first half so i understand maybe not making too many changes to start the second half I was wanting Musa to come in right at the start of the second half. I mean, all, all three, McKinney, Lejet, and Ewell, were all pretty quiet for me in the first half. Didn't do a whole lot. Didn't offer a whole lot. Weren't getting stuck right. in. Weren't, weren't, there wasn't a dynamic movement. They weren't finding the through balls. Lejet, to me, was a, about a half a step slow all game long, honestly. Mm-hmm. couple couple mm-hmm. of balls in that first half he just didn't quite get to. His free yeah. kicks. He had one good corner kick in the first half, but his free kicks were lacking. Yeah. were not precise. Yeah, not his best um, game, no doubt. So – Grant, again, I, I was someone who said, okay, legit, he's been producing. We're going to start We're gonna start him until he yeah. doesn't. Well, yeah, yeah. for me, Cody, today he didn't produce. 
I would love to see Yunus Musa in the next game. Um, we'll see if Greg yeah. does that, but yeah. it just uh, the granted we didn't see Yunus today, Yunus Musa. Um, but the fact that he waited until after the 70th minute to make any subs at all, Honduras had already mm-hmm. made all three of their subs before we made one yeah. or three. Yeah, yeah. They they made five before we made any more. Yeah. I mean, you you in a game where there's no extra time, there was no we're not going to overtime. We got to yeah. start making some changes, especially yeah. when that's like that those first 30 minutes of that second half were ugly, and we needed to, we needed some changes. And granted, some changes came, and maybe it got a little bit better late, but it was just, it took too long, and it was very concerning to me. Yeah, absolutely. Well, he went with, um, you know, I think you were calling. Yeah, we got to get Moose in here. We got to get Moose in here. And then uh, he puts in <laughs> Reggie Cannon comes in for Anthony Robinson and he puts Defs over to the left back, right? And Cannon yep. at the right back as Robinson comes out and he puts Sibichu in up top for Sergeant. And yep. uh, and then subs Gio Reyna off and puts in Brendan Aronson. And I thought Gio was one of our better attacking threats. Right, not that Aaron was. Yeah. was bad or anything, but I thought, well, if you're trying to leave, you know, some some good attacking players in because we felt like the goal was coming, then why are you taking Gio off? Um, yeah. And then uh, he puts in Acosta for Jackson Ewell uh, later on around like the 83rd minute. So yeah. those were those were our subs, and yeah, I agree, I agree, they were a little late, and uh, I wanted to see Eunice Musa too. I thought, I thought to be honest, this is one of Weston McKinney's worst games. I thought he was yeah. a ghost out there. I thought yeah. he did not help us defensively or in the attack. Um, Granted, he ends up getting the assist on the game-winning goal. A great header, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, that to be honest, that was like the one moment of the game. The one moment, and, yeah. And so that's what you want. Some of your big-time guys, they show up when it's most needed. And ultimately, that's why he stayed in the game because he was able to pull off something like that. But, man. Uh, I mean, if you had to rank rate his performance out of ten, I mean, it's probably a five, maybe out of ten. Maybe. I mean, it was, I, yeah, I mean, I mean, for the expectations was, we have of right, him, he's got to be a lot was, better. Yeah, I mean, so yeah, I, I don't, I don't disagree with with that. Um, but yeah, yeah. But I mean, I think that this game too talked. It just showed, gosh, what is our formation out there? And we, we've had this conversation offline, but is this? The triangle that we've got in the middle with our three midfielders is having the two eights and the one six, the best formation. Um, yep. It seemed like those two eights, Legette and McKinney, were so high at times. And granted, that's to, to try to maybe pull Honduras back and provide that space to check back into, but not a whole lot of movement. Jackson Yule was getting marked. He wasn't able yep. to find the space that he needed. Yep. At times, you saw Brooks and McKenzie like, pointing to Yule, trying to you know help him yep. out to get in some space. He wasn't right, finding right. it. Yeah. Um, you know, Yule wasn't terrible. He, you know, he again he completed you know almost ninety percent of his passes, so he, yeah. he had an okay game in that in that sense. But a lot of those passes were sideways or backwards. Were not too many penetrating passes. Yeah. Um, it just the three center mids just didn't do it for me today. And no, against Costa Rica or Mexico in the final. And I know you're watching that game closely here, so you'll give us an update once it goes final. But man, it's it's going to have to be something. If it's those three again, it's going to have to be way better. Or yeah. I'm hoping we see something a little bit different in terms of personnel out there. Yeah, absolutely. Well, the other one too that that was a bit disappointing was Pulisic, um, and I know he's coming off you know a long season with Chelsea and going all the way winning the Champions League and stuff. And I think his flight was delayed, right, to get with the team for you know okay. to meet up meet up with the U.S. national team. Um, so he's he's maybe lagging a little bit, um, but he I think it was after it was around the. 
end towards the end of the first half, um, he had the second fewest touches. Yep. Of any of the field players. Yeah, and that's a US, shocking stat, right? I think, I think yeah. he had like thirty-two touches or something. Well, um, what is that? Show? I mean, is that is that on? Are we going to say is that on Pulisic or is that sort of like just the, the system both. that we're playing? Like, yeah. we we have one of the a, a generational player in Pulisic. We need to be able to set our system up that's going to help feature him in a better way. And he wasn't yeah. doing that today. No, I agree. Well, and you saw that because he wasn't finding the ball out wide left, uh, you know, in the 11 spot. And so what does he tend to do? He comes inside, right? And we're fine with that because he's so yeah. he's so dangerous when he goes in. But maybe can we find a system that he's playing more of the quote-unquote 10 role for us in that spot? Because yeah. he's so dangerous. He's at his best, I think, when he's – able to turn and go at the back line you know, yes. in, in the final third or even in the center of the park, really. Uh, well, I think we so. saw that in that Northern Ireland game recently in the friendly, right? right? He had a right. very good game and he, he, we found him drifting much more yeah. centrally in yeah. that game. And so it seemed like he just was when he is out on that wing, he, we, when we're not getting in the ball and in a game like today, he gets a little bit lost almost. And we just don't yeah. find him. Yep. Yep. No, it's which tough. is concerning it's again because he, he, he is undoubtedly our best player when he's at his best. Right. Uh, Geo right. showed that he could potentially be our best player when he's at his best today. But mm-hmm. if we can get mm-hmm. both those guys from both wings coming in, whether yeah. it's cutting in, getting down to the byline and cutting it back, I mean, we can be dangerous. Um, yep. uh, but man, I, I think that to see that start of the second half from about, you know, from all the way up until the really the 70th, 75th minute, there was just nothing happening from either really either wing. And that was concerning yep. to me. And then again, that was what the most concerning thing was, was that Burhalter refused to make any subs until later on. And especially in a must-win game like this, that was uh, a big, big concern. Yeah. Well, I mean, ultimately he got bailed out by kind of sheer dumb luck with, with putting Sibachu in and getting the 89th yep. minute game winner. Right. Yep. Um, and, uh, you know, that wasn't really a tactical decision. Yeah, he made the decision to sub him in. But, um, you know, and and uh, maybe maybe Sivichu is the starter in the in the final. I mean, he he's hot. He's, he's scoring goals. Right. He's won the Swiss yeah. League with young boys. Right. And he's, yeah. uh, you know, so he's hot right now. So you play the guy who's scoring goals um, and maybe yeah. you play Josh Sargent, you know, in the back line so he can do more goal line clearances. Like he did today, <laughs> oh boy, it's come to that. that was the best. Yeah, that was the best thing he did today. Uh, I thought so. Oh boy. <laughs> All right, yeah. I want to kind of shift the the yeah, attention please. to maybe some of the the defensive stuff. Okay, um, the okay. defensive Talk to side me. of things because I'm looking at if I'm drawing up a scouting report yep. on how to beat the USA. Yep. Here's here's my simple plan, and okay. it is let USA have the possession. We sit back yeah. kind of in our low block defensive formation and we look to hit him on transitional moments and counterattacks. Yeah. And especially when Serginho Dest gets high up into the attack, that is mm. the side that you go at as mm. soon and as quickly as possible because Dest is good going forward. He's very slow. He's a tortoise recovering uh, on his way yeah. back in his recovery runs. Right? Well, and so, he can't. And I would say, let's say this: he can be good going forward. Was he good today? No. No, he and was average. U.S. He needs average. so much better from him too. I mean, I yeah. found myself go, going through each guy today and thinking, was okay, need yeah. a lot better. Was okay, right. was not yeah. good, need a lot better. And Dest was just 
yeah. in the attack, he wasn't offering much. Yeah. And then defensively, I mean, you know, well, tactically, he was like, yeah, tactically, yeah. I mean, he's he's a little loose, right? And we kind of just we're kind of okay with it, you know, because we're like, oh, he's so talented, he gets away with yeah. it. But we need him to be more connected. And I, w- I was really pissed off. It it was after CBG scored. We're in the 90th yeah. minute. Suddenly we're up 1-0. And then Des gets caught forward in the attack. He's like all the way up, you know, by Sibichu in, in the final yeah. third. And just for completely forgetting his defensive duties. And then yeah. what does Honduras do? Well, oh, Des is all the way up. Once we get it, we quickly attack that side. And they're in. They get a chance. I mean, I, are you kidding me? We're up 1-0. It's 89th minute. 90th minute, we're going to stoppage time. Stay home, stay connected to your back line, and let's seal this thing out, man. Yeah. It's, I mean, so I was scratching my head there. So that, uh, yeah, that's that's kind of the recipe for success just from a super basic tactical standpoint if, I, if I'm trying to line up against the U.S., right? And then the other part is, can you beat the U.S. on set pieces? Because I thought we were weak mm. today on, on some set pieces. Zach Steffen yeah. came out oh. to try to grab one on his back post, and he went absolutely swimming in the air and, and oh caught nothing. Uh, scary moment there. That was the one where Sargent headed it off the line to clear it and yeah. save us. Well, again, um, like Zach Steffen not getting that consistent playing time at Man City. Yeah, yeah. I think it really is proving to be a problem. He's not. Yeah. In form and well, yeah, get, those are game like situations. Yeah. yeah, those are game like situations that you know you only really get better at them if you're doing them in games, right? There's only so much that he can do in, in training right. sessions, right? Um, to replicate that, right? So, yeah. yeah, I don't disagree. He's you know, uh, I don't want him to spend much more time behind Ederson at, at Man City. Uh, no. I think he's got to find a place uh, that he's going to play because otherwise he's really not going to get to the level we need him to be at. Right. So, but yeah, that's, that's kind of my uh, general strategy to beat the the U S after having watched today's game and the Switzerland game, the friendly we just had as well. Um, You know, hit him on the counter transition. Mm -hmm. Can we isolate John Brooks? You know, if if Sergio Des is on John Brooks's side on that left side, then when Des is high up, then you go right Mm -hmm. at John Brooks because he's, he can get turned. He can get run past. Um, you know, so it's a pretty basic strategy, but ultimately it's, it could be really effective against us. So, oh, especially in the CONCACAF where you've got teams that are going to sit in against the, you know, against the United States, the U S under Berhalter is going to play that possession style where they're going to really try to dominate possession, work the ball up, but that's what teams, so teams are going to allow that. Right. And they're going to invite Dest up. They're going to invite Robinson up. They're going to invite Cannon up. And then they're going to hit us on the counter with, they're whether it's you know they're they're quick forwards they're strong forwards they're gonna leave three guys up whatever that might be um brooks is brooks for as many quality attributes as he has he sometimes in the one-on-one defending area does tend to get beat and get skinned and so you really whether it's the outside back or your other center back they need to find a way to provide him with some better cover i think too yeah um, well, Stephen Bale McKen- him out. Yeah, I think McKenzie's not a bad partnership with him because McKenzie, yeah. you know, uh, you know, he's athletic, he's he's quick, he's explosive, he's not as tall and kind of uh, lanky as as Brooks seems to be. Yeah. You know, but McKenzie doesn't seem to get turned as as much as often. Um, yeah, but uh, and and he can cover ground and kind of get there to help Brooks. But yeah, it, it's definitely a nervy spot. Um, so that kind of leads me back into what we we're talking about about formation. 
and system of play, right? Yeah. Is the four three three really what we want to go with? You know, if we have someone like Serginho Des, where you know we we think he's more suited maybe as a wing back, can we find a three back system, whether it's a three four three? you know, three, five, two, however, however you want to look at it, but mm. maybe fit Dest into a, into a wing back situation where he's more dangerous going forward. And we're not as reliant on him in his recovery runs defensively mm. to get back and connected with the back line. Um, you know, but yeah. it's, 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 it's definitely questionable. Um, I mean, I'm watching Mexico right now. They've gone with a three, four, three. Um, and, uh, you know, maybe we just line up against them in a three-four-three and just match up. I don't know. Um, something to think about. Something to think about for sure. I, I it would surprise me honestly at this point if in the final, Berhalter yeah. decides we're going to change our formation. Um, yeah, especially I, with I how much surprised too. Yeah, um, but I, I think you make valid points. I mean, with the personnel we've got too, it may make more sense to go with three in the back. Um, or again, is it with that four in the back? You but you have those fullbacks playing high. But then you have the two defensive center mids to help provide that cover for your center yeah. backs, yeah, as yeah. opposed to the one defensive center mid. Yeah. Um, well, I think but, like the addition of Tyler Adams, a fit Tyler Adams who can cover ground more defensively. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. You know, we'd feel a little more safe uh, with Dest getting high up into the attack. Um, but without him, it's a little bit scary business because uh, Jackson Ewell, like we said, he's not the defensive type of six and covering ground that that Adams is he's the right playmaking six right so um yeah I mean maybe we maybe we go with Jackson I, I'm curious what we'll go with in in the final um, I'm honestly I have I feel like at this point I have no idea what's going to happen <laughs> um, I, again I'm thinking did Burhalter just save Musa to and Adam I mean Adams is still coming back from an injury but yeah you know potentially knowing that they would have a good chance of advancing, which uh, right. U.S. did, saving Adams for the final, saving Musa potentially for the final. I mean, Legit went the full 90, if I'm yeah. not mistaken. Yeah, yeah. That's, you know, high altitude now, both in Switzerland now and, and Denver. Mm-hmm. So he's got to mm-hmm. have some heavy legs. I mean, you bring on Musa, who's been a regular starter for Burhalter over, you know, his time um, since the fall. Um, yeah. I think that that would not be a bad move. Um who they're going to play in the six if Adams is not playing. I don't know if it's Acosta. I don't know if it's going to be Yule, um, honestly, at this point. Um, in, in some ways, I'm thinking, gosh, uh, do you, you just put your best three players in that middle, and it could be any kind of a flex, flexing position. Any three could be at the six. Any three could be at the eight at any point. Yeah. Um, kind of all, all rotating a little bit more. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, like, I mean – if if Adams can't go and we're playing an opponent that's you know more more dangerous than Honduras, um, then I, I'm not I'm not sold on Jackson Yule or Acosta to be honest. Yeah. I I try to put McKenney as yeah. a six or Musa as you know put both of well, them as a double six, right? Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, so. you mentioned McKenney was just lost out there today in a lot of ways and was a ghost. So maybe yeah. move him back into that six role. In yeah. a big game like a final like that, and he maybe he excels more than he maybe. did today. Maybe um, whether it's by himself or as a double with somebody else back there. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, uh, yeah I, I'm I'm excited to see what what Berhalter does. <laughs> I'm not sure if excited is the right word. I'm nervous to see what Berhalter does. <laughs> uh, not not confident maybe in his decision making after today. But that being said, the U.S. goes on if they were to win the final on Sunday. 
then we're all you know happy and we're like, hey, things are great. Yeah. But I, I think I think we can look at this game and say, hey, we got the win. Yeah, it was ugly, um, but we got the win. That was huge. But we yep. need to look at this and figure out, okay, what were these weak spots? And we need to show improvement. Because um, yep. if this was a World Cup qualifier, man, it almost felt like we were playing on the road today. And not not talking about the atmosphere or anything like that, but we need to be dominant in our home games. And there was, we were we were far from dominant um, on many on many stages today. And so it just needs to be so much better. Um, whether we're playing the likes of Honduras, Costa Rica, Mexico, or any team that we're going to be playing at World Cup qualifying. And so I think that that was one of the things that stood out to me. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, for, I, I will say on a positive side of things. Yeah. You know, looking at if, like I said, if if I'm looking at uh, trying to create a scouting report for the USA, yeah, I, I I'm I'm telling my team, okay, you got to look out for Pulisic, Reyna, Sargent, yeah. McKinney, Dest, right? So we've got a lot normally, of normally, yeah. Normally, in a scouting report, you circle the top couple guys. Well, uh, we've got a handful. We've got yeah. more than two, I would say, right? No so, I, you know, yeah. so from a positive standpoint, you know, that's that's a scary thing for an opponent to look at. Oh, crap. For as much as I'm, I'm griping about desk getting forward and, and not recovering back, the opponent's going, this guy is relentless. He keeps coming into our attack and causing problems and overloading on, you know, whether it's the left side or the right side um, right. and causing problems in our flanks. Right. Pulisic, he starts out wide and then he drifts inside. you got to just pick him up wherever he shows up. Same with Reyna. Right, Sergeant or Sabachu, whoever it is, you know, they can get in behind because they run hard, they get they have some pace, but they're also pretty good at checking in. So what do we do? Do we man mark them? Do we follow them in? Or do we let them go and have our you know our central mids pick them up? So from a positive standpoint, there's also a ton of weapons uh that, that definitely make an opponent scared of us. Uh, oh, I like that. You know, you make a great point that man, uh if we're if they're if they're scouting us, they're like Man, I'm I'm scared. Pulisic, USA won today. Pulisic didn't even play that well. And yeah. yeah. So they're thinking, gosh, we got this new Gio Reyna guy we got to mark. Yeah. Uh, granted, whoever's playing in the nine right now, they were not too concerned about, but maybe it's Jordan Sibichu. I think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you got McKinney, you got Dest, even you got Robinson, you know, running up the left left flank there as well, helping out. He didn't, I mean, Robinson, I thought was okay today. He didn't do a whole lot of, you know, either good or bad, really. Yeah, he was average. He was kind of average. Yeah. But yeah, we've got weapons, right? Um, yeah. I think that is the one thing we 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 still do not have our solidified nine. I mean, Sergeant, we all want to see him make that step. Now he, <laughs> now you know, we at, at Verderbremen, right? He's not getting the service that he needs. So we're thinking, okay, well maybe he gets to a better team. Yeah, he's with better players now here in the United, in the United States national team, and he's still struggling to find his way. And I don't know if it, you know how much time, how long. Do we extend out the, the chance for him or is yeah. it, do we move on to somebody else? And yeah. we haven't talked about Daryl DK at all. Cause he's not on this nation's league roster. We'll see yeah. him next week against Costa Rica and the yeah. friendly, but man, it, it, that is the position that does concern me maybe in a lot of ways the most. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, <laughs> I'm just happy one of them scored today, you know? <laughs> yeah, no, again, I, I, I'm super excited and happy that Sibichu scored that. He's, uh, I mean, shows that he can has the ability to really finish off those moments um, where, gosh, that's where we're looking for the nine to do that. Puts himself, makes a great run off of the McKenney header there, and 
is in the exact right spot. Brilliant finish with the header. And so maybe we do start Sibichu on Sunday. Yep. Um, and we'll see what Berhalter does. But um, I just hope that we have some more progression in the area where we can say, hey, we've got a dynamite number nine. We've got a go-to guy. And we just don't have that at this point yet. Yeah. Well, number nines, it's, it's hard finding a true – quality number nine a Lewandowski yeah, oh, or yeah. Erling Holland or whoever it may be right those guys can we get one in, of those they're yeah they're not, they're not in <laughs> abundance let's get an American Holland or American uh, Lewandowski those those would be nice yeah. but maybe they'll yeah. surface but all right are you ready for this yeah uh, this, so give me the who game. are we playing on Sunday yep this game just finished penalty kicks Mexico L3 Mexico won in pe- penalties mm-hmm. zero zero game uh, Mexico won in PKs. They missed their first PK, but went on to win it. Wow. Memo Ochoa made the made the final save, and okay. uh, so yep, so perfect. You know, it's a USA Mexico game in the Nations League final. There we Sunday. go. So so I mean, in a lot of ways, one that's a good thing. Um, uh, forced Mexico to go go all the way in the game, and all the way to PKs. We got to look at their PKs, which way their guys are shooting, right? Which yep, way yep. the goalkeepers, you know, you know, good at making saves. So in case yep. we get to that point where we're having to go to PKs, advantage US, I think. Yeah, yeah, I, w- I would, I would think so. Um, you know, and you, you got to love this rivalry, right? This is, yeah. this is, this is what we play for, and this is the top two teams in Concacaf. So this is, this kind of what yep. we wanted to prove it, right? So, yeah, um, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Um, I know you are too, and we got to get this done on Sunday, man. Got to get it done. Got to get it done. Well, I think that that's going to wrap this one up here for play the advantage U.S. men's national team. Cody, it's been fun talking to you. A, a good U.S. win today. Next yes, up, sir. A Nations League final Sunday. We'll see you then, folks. Until then, go USA. USA.